Thank you for listening to this episode of the sports page right here on the Peak One Sports Network. I'm Ashton Nick sitting here, as always, Chris Robb. What is going on today, Rob? Chris? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Everything all right? Oh, man. It's, it's another week. A lot of sports stuff going on. Working multiple full-time job, multiple podcasts and shows. And, yeah. and it's all fun. It's all fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's been hectic. I, I just got off of a uh, spring break, so I've been traveling and, uh, you know, just trying to get back together because this, you know, this is my first day back. So, uh, but yeah, glad to be on. Yeah, yeah. Spring break didn't seem like a real vacation for me. I took off my full-time job, but I had a lot of side projects and other work going on as, yeah. as you do when you become an adult. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, same here. Uh, everybody, thank you for tuning into this episode. Um, be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. The sports page is at sports page radio, and then you can follow peak one sports at peak one sports for uh, there's a, v- a number of various shows and podcasts you can follow. Um, but for this episode, we are going to talk about relocation, uh, sports sports franchises have relocated, kind of what has gone on with those and what uh, kind of oddities we see with them. Um, yeah. We were talking before we press record here, uh, one that sticks out to me, it's kind of weird how they had things work out with the whole Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens uh, situation. Cause clearly if, you know, if it, it may be different to younger adults and kids now that look at the Cleveland Browns and the current Cleveland Browns, I guess, takes claim to the past Cleveland Browns, all the games they've won, the successes, the losses, everything from pre was it 1995 or something like that. When in reality, the Cleveland Browns relocated to Baltimore, but if you look Wikipedia or however you get your information, um, the Baltimore Ravens are an expansion team. When in reality, the Cleveland Browns were, and that that matters because back when you look at the you look at stats and 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 records of different things back when the Cleveland Browns first started out, they were an awful team. Well, that's because they were they started from scratch, and the Ravens who won the Super Bowl three, four seasons well, in. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty established at that point. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They were the old Cleveland Browns team. Yeah. That, uh, I actually didn't know that. I actually have a friend that's a, um, a huge Cleveland Browns fan, and he kind of wants to claim all those, you know, before the all the Ravens, you know, new victories as opposed to, you know, just because they re- relocated. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of iffy. I, I, I see them as two different entities, but, you know, I, I do understand like, you know, Ravens perspective, like, you know, we, we were a new team and we won, but also understand, you know, the Browns, we we were established and then they just basically kind of just, you know, took what we built and, you know, won with that. So, you know, it's, it's tough. It, it gets, it gets tricky. Yeah, and like I said, you you have uh, you know my uh, my nephew who who's in high school right now who's real into sports. I wonder what he looks at and what he because it, it looks weird when you look at the stats if you don't know the whole situation. It's like the Browns just took a break for a few years, 
and then came back. And, and uh, that's why you could say, yeah, it's the same deal with the uh, Charlotte Hornets and the New Orleans Pelicans now, how that, that turned out, which I'm a big fan of when teams relocate and leave a city that they have to change their name, their colors, their logo, and everything so you can have the Cleveland Browns come back. Uh, the Seattle Supersonics are going to come back. Now, Now that's another situation. It Look at the players. Does Gary Payton, does Oklahoma City care anything about Gary Payton? You know, he's one of the best players in their franchise history, exactly, technically. Yeah. Uh now I know the CS Supersonic will come back. They'll be part, probably be part of the next expansion uh, of the NBA, probably with Las Vegas as well. So, are they giving them that history back? Is Oklahoma City going to be looked at as a new expansion team, even though we're, gosh, I don't even know how long, fifteen years from that? Maybe, yeah, maybe not quite that yeah, long. They started- you know, it's uh, exactly. They came in in uh, in LA. It was KD's second year in the league. Whenever they they uh, you know, went to uh, OKC. So that's a long. I mean, that is a long time of, of having a, a team. But um, because you know, if you think about it, like the um, that's what are, what are we saying? Like that's like half of that's half of teams. You know, any like the Mavs have been going since what 84 or something like that uh, so 1980 is when time. they expanded yeah. yeah that's a long time um it, it becomes kind of a weird a more weird situation if the supersonics come back and they say yeah we're gonna i mean it's it's all semantics it's all whatever they write down we all know what happened we all saw what happened uh it doesn't really matter who claims what so if they bring the supersonics back do they claim those wins? You take those away from franchise history for the the Thunder. Uh, Kevin Durant spent one year, like you, you were mentioning, it was the second year when they moved. His rookie year was in Seattle. So if they moved uh, or if they expanded back into Seattle and they claim that history, would they have one year of Kevin Durant? Yeah. And would they retire? Like, would they take all the retired numbers that are in OKC down? Because, like, because most of those numbers – they all play for the uh, for Seattle, so that's. I'm not really. Is sure that is that right? I didn't even look that up. Yeah. I will look that up real quick. So, because, uh, uh, Oklahoma City has all the Seattle SuperSonics retired numbers. I didn't even think about that. That is that is weird to think. Even though, um, I guess it's not not that odd. It's just because, uh, they changed. They change their name, they change their colors, and you don't think of them as the Seattle Supersonics anymore. Um, I guess if they would have stayed the Oklahoma City Supersonics or something and kept uh, their likeness, it would be a little bit different. And yeah, I mean, because right now it says they've won one championship in 1979. Uh, so they're going to effectively take away that championship. It's, it, it's a little different. This is a little unprecedented when they do this because it's, so long removed the Cleveland and Baltimore situation, the Browns and the Ravens situation. That was just a few years. Uh, I'm not sure that they didn't have that planned when they, the team moved to Baltimore. Yeah, that's true. I was just looking at the, I've been reading this whole time. So pardon me, but it says, um, you know, Nick Collison got his number retired by OKC, but in his bio, it says he spent his entire career with the Seattle supersonics. 
later renamed the Thunder. So, you know, that's kind of that's kind of weird. And right now they have to, I guess right now they have to do that because there's no Seattle Supersonics. There's no entity named that. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like, you know, the Washington, uh, the Washington, I want to say the Nationals, the, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the, yeah. the, <laughs> the Senators, the Washington Senators, oh, the senators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't have a really big history, either franchise or you know, the one that moved and became the Texas Rangers, the other one that moved and became the Minnesota Twins, neither has a big, uh, had a big history. It wasn't very successful at all. So there, there's not a lot of uh, history that the Rangers carried over from that. Uh, so it's kind of weird, but although do player old players from when the nation when the Washington Nationals came from Montreal, uh, I don't remember how many years in, but they moved away from RFK to their current stadium now, and they had a lot of old Senators players come and they were honored and you know talked about old time, you know whatever. Um, and that's interesting, which I guess that that kind of bring you to your next point. What about players from those old, old teams? Do they, it, they're not going to go on. Like nobody cares. Like, I can't even name you a Washington Senators player that only played for the Senators and didn't go to the Texas Rangers. Um, yeah. yeah. They don't, Texas Rangers fans don't care about that. Um, do you think, okay, let's say, let's go back to the NFL and say uh, Houston Oilers, when they moved to Tennessee right now, you think Earl Campbell is more likely to go to a Houston Texans game and be honored or a Tennessee Titans game. Cause I don't think uh, Tennessee I, cares about Earl Campbell really all that much. Yeah. Um, Cause it's Houston. A good point. Yeah. Because yeah, he, it's he Houston's history. And, and Houston, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's a Houston player. Um, I know Tennessee used to wear the, you know, the old Oilers jerseys, like, you know, just, you know, for throwback games or things like that. But um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I would say just because he was, you know, such a great player that he would probably get loved about the same at if, if, if both, maybe. Yeah. Probably more in Houston because, you know, that's where, that's, you know, that's where he kind of, you know, that's where his career was. And that's where his fans were. That's where uh, yeah. people cheered them on. Once the Titans moved, I'm sure there were or the Oilers moved and became the Titans. I'm sure there were some fans uh, that moved on and were fans of that team, I guess. I guess that's kind of weird. I don't know that the Cowboys, I know it would never happen, but if the Cowboys were to move and relocate, if I would continue to be a fan of the team. Um Obviously, there are a lot of Houston Texans fans that were Houston Oilers fans because it's just a Houston thing. Yeah. And I know a lot of St. Like, you know, the Rams, I know a lot of St. Louis people because I went to school in Missouri. They're, um, they still love the Rams, you know, even though they left. Um, so yeah, you know, I can, I can see, I can see that. I can see that. And the, I would think Tory Holt will get more love in St. Louis. Than to go to an LA Rams game, you know, like it, it would. I think you would. It's just a, it's just a thing of like playing in that city and the, the fans of that city love you. And the whole Los Angeles and Rams situation is is kind of weird because obviously 
Um, Los Angeles isn't a huge football town, even now that now they have two teams and um, really outside of the Lakers and Dodgers, you can, you can make it a point that a lot of people in LA don't support or follow the teams here as much. I don't know if there's so many teams in that area uh, or maybe it's a lot of people move from outside of LA. There's so many, you know, trade, I don't say immigrants cause obviously they're from this country, but uh, transplanted people coming that they're not going to follow those teams. That's a lot of people, you know, moving to Hollywood, trying to make it. Um, so you, you had the Rams, you know, obviously we're in LA left, but there are, uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl in St. Louis. Um, in fact, the Ram, the championship they just the Super Bowl they just won a couple of years ago was the first Super Bowl in LA for the Rams. Uh, but it's not LA's first Super Bowl because the Raiders had won, uh, I believe, two Super Bowls. I know they won three Super Bowls in the in, in that era in the seventies eighties. I believe one was in Oakland and two were in Los Angeles. So really the Raiders have more Super Bowls than the Rams do. Yeah, because they moved in LA, I mean. Yeah, they moved in eighty two, I believe. So I I believe I know they have at least one there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They have at least one there for sure. Yeah, so LA had a Super Bowl from a different team uh for the Rams. So now, another issue with the Raiders, the Raiders aren't in any of the cities that they've won Super Bowls. Now, I know Las Vegas is pretty close to L.A. I know a lot of it's a California thing. There were a lot of fans in L.A. and in Oakland. Uh, I can't imagine how many Oakland, um, how many Raider fans there already were in Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas. I'm sorry when they moved there. So that's kind of weird. We- yeah, if you have uh, if you have a successful tier successful, they have three Super Bowls. The franchise does. Uh, if you have a team with a few championships move to your city, do you brag about those Super Bowls? Do you, I mean, clearly you claim them. You're saying, "Hey, that's my team." You know, if you want to be a fan of them, but you didn't experience those Super Bowls. Like at the at the Cowboys in the '70s, I'm like, "Yeah, they won five Super Bowls," but I I, I wasn't alive to experience the ones in the '70s. Uh, I was in the nineties, but not in the seventies. So that's why, I mean, but I've been a fan of the Cowboys for a long time, but you have a team too. That's why I I don't, I don't know how many Las Vegas Raiders fans there are that are, have been fans of the team for more than four years or five years, the 2020. Yeah. Yeah, About four years. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot. I know Raiders fans are, you know, really passionate. And a lot of them didn't didn't want them to leave. So I I would assume, you know, a lot of the original Raiders fans don't really, you know, they probably have some sort of like disdain towards, you know, Vegas because they wanted them to stay in Oakland so bad. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's that's I don't know, it's tough. And then if you if you just live in Los Angeles and you're just a Los Angeles sports fan, I guess do you claim? Uh, the Raiders Super Bowls along with the St. Louis Rams and the Los Angeles. Like how many Super Bowls do you, do you take over the ones from Oakland as well? Uh, I mean, there's five potential Super Bowls you can claim or, or just say, Hey, I'm a fan of the, uh, of the Rams. So that, and Los Angeles in general. Yeah. 
they'll they'll probably claim whoever is winning at that point or how you know they'll they'll claim all the Super Bowls. I feel like I would too if Dallas, you know, came from if they just relocated from somewhere like New England or something, just on you know like fictional. I'd probably claim those uh, six Super Bowls as well. So I don't know. Yeah, so let's let's go the opposite direction. A team that left. You were talking about your friend kind of claims that success from the Ravens, which uh, he's not far off. I can only imagine uh, the Browns, who are one of the most passionate sports ba- fans' bases, uh, at least the Cleveland Browns in general. Cleveland, yeah. as opposed to Cleveland's other sports, I'm not uh, not so sure, but. They were dedicated to their team, and they did have success. I mean, now we think about the Browns, the newer Browns, they just complete dumpster fire uh, since, yeah. was it 1999 or 2000 when they came back, only made the playoffs twice as, I think, one playoff win. Uh, but they were going to AFC Championship games. They were in the playoffs a lot uh, uh, in the 80s. And uh, so I can only... Imagine how devastated a sports fan you would be as your team leaves and a few years later that team wins a Super Bowl. And there's players on that team that were on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's tough. That's uh, How many years removed was that? Was, uh, they won in, what, 2000? Yeah, it was 2000. I think hey, it's always harvest because the Super Bowl is always in January. So yeah, I believe it's the after, 2000 yeah. season, 2001 Super Bowl. Yeah, because the Titans, like Titans and Rams were ninety nine to two thousand, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So correct me. They, yeah, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, yeah. listeners. The season was two thousand. So um, all, basically, like two, like four years or so after they suspended. You know, yeah, and you didn't have a complete turnover in roster in four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. That would be tough. That would definitely be tough. That's like you know when uh, Seattle. I guess when Seattle left and then they went to OKC and was going to those all those Western Conference Finals and you know it's you know that'd be that'd be tough for me especially since Seattle was so passionate about basketball that's that was probably really tough. Yeah, and uh, so with that in mind, let's let's take it in that direction uh, a little more spread out than just a few years. But uh, are there any Dallas sports fans that try to claim? The Chiefs Super Bowls. I mean, maybe not the most recent ones, uh, but I know they left in 1962, maybe 63, when they were the Dallas Texans and they went to Kansas City, um, and they won a Super Bowl. I want to say Super Bowl four or five. They went obviously went to Super Bowl one, so that's less maybe right around ten years removed, if not less. That they had won a Super Bowl, and I know the Cowboys are right in that mix too, winning a Super Bowl. Uh, I think they went to Super Bowl five and then won Super Bowl six somewhere around in there. Uh, yeah. So it, it wasn't like a devastating thing that your team missed out on it yeah. since they won a yeah, Super that's, Bowl. Yeah. That's a long time too, as far as I, I personally. I mean, I'm I'm younger. So I mean, you know, I was born early '90s, so like I don't even think about the, you know about the Chiefs being the Cowboys bro. so I you know there's I know maybe other like older like older like listeners and fans probably would maybe possibly but I, I think that would be a reach yeah and honestly I 
I believe the Chiefs were a little more, or the Texans at the time were a little more successful than the Cowboys. Uh, but the Cowboys obviously had the NFL behind them. Um, I know the Cowboys whole thing about wearing white at home. That was so fans would get to see the various different color jerseys of the away teams. That was part of it. Yeah. So yeah, they would, which now you don't even think about it these days. Um, but obviously, uh, being with the NFL, as opposed to Texas being the AFL, uh, the Cowboys, uh, were playing the giants and the Eagles and the Redskins, Redskins at the time, the commanders now, which, you know, side note, that's kind of why they stay in the NFC East. It's a whole business thing that Tech Schramm put together. Say you want to stay in the same division because that's a New York market. That's a Philadelphia market. That's a Washington market. That's why the Cowboys grew into America's team. Not only the success they had in the 70s uh, and early 80s was because they were in those TV markets. Uh, and that's something that helped the Texans where the Texans or the Dallas Texans had uh, the Houston market, which was pretty big, but... Uh, they had the New York Jets, so that I guess they did still have part of the New York market. In the I think they were the New York Titans at the time. I don't know when they turned into the Jets. But they kind of had all these other cities that didn't have an NFL team um, with their market. So it was a much, much newer league, obviously. That, were, that was only a few years old as opposed to the, Jet, uh, the Giants, the Eagles, the Redskins who have been around since the 20s and 30s. I always wondered, you know, I kind of did like a little research probably like last year or the year before. And I always wonder, I was like, why, you know, why is Dallas in the AFC East? And I, was, and I did some research and I'm like, oh, that makes, you know, that makes perfect sense. That's probably why they're so global now. Yeah. I mean, if if you look at a map, uh, look at a U.S. map with where, where uh, franchises are placed and you can obviously tell that the, Eastern part of the United States has a lot more teams. Uh, there's, you know, less populations, less big cities in the Western side. Uh, but that was even more so back in the sixties and seventies before some of these teams started, uh, or front before some of these cities started getting those teams. So you had teams that were out further West play against Eastern teams. Cause there's only so many teams that they could play. Now there's teams, you know, five or six teams in California for just for each sport. Uh, so, uh, I, I think there was a plan to move the Cowboys into a Western or central division, uh, when they said, no, I mean, people say it's just to keep the rivalries alive, which may be part of it, but you can, you can pick, you can pick the teams to be, uh, to play every single year, even though they're outside of the division. But, uh, no, most of the time it was to do where they played. Uh, the the markets that they were in. Yeah, that makes that makes all the sense now. Yeah, the fun fact if you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, guys, uh, I know we're getting up against the time here, so I want to just thank everybody who was listening to us. Uh, any more fun facts we have about re- relocated teams? Any sport, really? I know there's a lot of them out there. Be sure to comment down below or message us and mention some of them, and we can uh, maybe do another episode on relocated teams. Yeah. All right, guys. Just let us know. Also, be able to uh, be be sure to follow us on Sports Page Radio, Two Point Sports, 
what's your uh, Twitter? Your Ashton underscore Nix, right? At Ashton underscore Nix. If you just search that on any social media platform, you'll find me. Okay, and I'm CRBB15 on all platforms. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see our, our handles right there. If you're listening uh, on your, however you listen to your podcasts, appreciate you listening. Uh, yeah, definitely follow us on social media because Chris always has his uh, power rankings of whatever. You know, he, we power rank everything on here. Um, I know you have baseball, major league baseball teams coming up. Now that, that we, oh, yeah, kind of we've played a couple of weeks, we can kind of, we're seeing who's separating from the pack. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Ashton and that's Chris. See you later. Right, see ya.